Hi friends, Kurt here. Thank you for listening to Weathering Coronavirus Updates and Hope. This is going to be a very short one, and some of you may not feel like it's very hopeful, but I hope that it will be hopeful for you. I knew that this day would come. I've been watching it develop over the last several weeks, and I've decided that there is a step too far. There is something that I am not willing to do for the sake of coronavirus terrorism. I wrote a letter to our local health officials, and I want to share it with you. I cannot express strongly enough how opposed I am to the use of a tracing app anywhere in the United States of America. Liberty is the foundation that made our country great. We have cooperated with lockdowns and social distancing and the nearly complete destruction of our economy for the sake of caring for those who may be susceptible to COVID-19. We care deeply. We have sacrificed much. But the contact tracing app is a step too far. A big step too far. There are three things at stake with COVID-19. Public health. So let's protect those who are susceptible. The only path forward right now is herd immunity for the rest of us. If you argue that we don't know the immunity from getting COVID-19, then why hold your breath for a vaccination that will not come for more than a year when immunity from the vaccination is based on the same exact antibody principles? Enough is enough. With great care and caution and love for all, it's time for this illness to run its course. This is the only path forward to preserve life and sanity. Number two, the second thing at stake with COVID-19, the economy. Studies have shown that the economic struggles of 2008 and 2009 resulted in, listen to this, 500,000 additional deaths worldwide from cancer alone. This statistic is all over the internet. It's not hard to find if you want to search for it. Harvard did a study. The one I'm referencing is uh, The Telegraph from the UK, also Medscape, Eureka Alert. There are any number of health studies and various blogs and organizations that posted this information because it is a known fact that economic conditions cause elevated death rates around the world. We already talked about that. Millions died from the economic impacts of the 2008 Great Recession. Makes COVID-19 look tame. Okay, number three, the third thing at stake with COVID-19. This is the most important one, and I saved it for last. Liberty. Liberty is what made the United States of America great. I will take it a step further. Liberty is what made the West great. It is what made our country what it is. It is the beacon of hope for the planet. If we lose liberty, then we've lost far more than human lives and economic prosperity. If we sacrifice liberty, we are casting the hundreds of thousands who have lived, fought, sacrificed, and died in defense of liberty into the sewer of short-sightedness. No tracing apps. Enough is enough. Let's take care of each other and move bravely forward. I will crush my cell phone and I will go to jail before I will use a tracing app, even if all it does is report who I have been in contact with. Our forefathers died for liberty. I will not spit on their graves. We are not cowards. It is time to move into the sun and embrace our common humanity. Yes, I said, 
Embrace. I am an RF consultant. I've been working in the cell phone industry for 26 years. Yes, your phone does report back your location. They can trace you through your phone already. I think we've been led to believe that this is okay because the benefits of having a smartphone outweigh the threat. Well, now the threat is rearing its ugly head. The information about where you are is supposedly between you and the apps that you agree to know your location on your phone. And if governments want to use that information for their own personal power enrichment, then they're supposed to have a warrant. No app is needed for them to do this in reality. All they need is a change in public opinion. All they need is a tweak in the law that says we can use the capabilities we already have to track where people are at what time. So the tracing app idea is just that Bluetooth technology would be used to see who you came close to during the window that someone with COVID-19 may have been asymptomatic and mingling in public to get groceries or other necessary items. Now, the idea is that the Bluetooth would say, oh, you came within a certain distance of other people, so now we can notify those people to go under house arrest. While this is a tool that could help to fight against the spread of coronavirus, its efficacy is very limited in the sense that you could make someone sick by sneezing from quite a distance away. The surfaces that you sneezed on or coughed on are going to hold the virus for up to days. You both have to be in the store at the same time for the Bluetooth app to register that you could have been in contact. But it is possible for people to go into the store days after the person who was sick and still get coronavirus. The way that we stay healthy is not by contact tracing. It is by being wise, washing our hands, cleaning up after ourselves, wiping down surfaces, and when you've been in public, don't touch your face until you've been able to thoroughly wash your hands. That's what's required, not contact tracing. Contact tracing is very limited in how it could work. But consider for a moment, when they say that contact tracing isn't good enough and we have to go to the next step, what will that be? That will be full location tracing on your smartphone so that they know where you've been every hour of every day. Then they'd be able to say, oh, this person was in aisle six at the grocery store on Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. And we know how many hours a coronavirus may live on the various surfaces. And we know who went through that aisle of the grocery store for the next two days. Therefore, well, you get where I'm headed with all of this. When contact tracing is not enough, next comes full location tracing of every man, woman, and child who has a smartphone on the planet. I'm not here telling you that COVID-19 isn't dangerous. I'm not telling you to ignore the public health orders. I'm not telling you that public safety and public health doesn't matter. I'm not telling you that we should not care for the susceptible populations. Actually, I want to say just the opposite of that. With love and great concern, we should do what we can to care for the susceptible populations and to embrace public health. But I am telling you, there are two things at least that are more important, more deadly than coronavirus. One is the economy. And I think historians in the future will look back and say that the economic impacts of coronavirus killed more people than the virus itself. I think that that goes without saying it will happen. The other thing is liberty. 
When people sacrifice liberty, people die by the millions, by the tens of millions, as history has shown us over and over and over again. We cannot give up liberty. It's not just an idea. So first we have contact tracing, then we have complete location tracing, and then when does it stop? How does the law change to allow officials to follow your every move indefinitely? How much ground are we willing to give up? We do have a solution for coronavirus. We know what it is now. We've gathered enough information. That is, we protect susceptible populations. And in very careful and governed ways, we begin mixing again and being human again and being relational again. And as people get sick, a few at a time, carefully, we build population immunity. And I'm not calling it herd immunity right now, although that's the term everyone understands. I said population immunity. Why? Because we're not cattle. We are not cattle. We are human beings. And we are not cowards. And we know how to do right things. Listen, when healthy people get coronavirus, the biggest risk is that they could share it with someone who's not healthy. But healthy people survive coronavirus like a mild flu or the common cold. The key is to not spread it to susceptible populations. That's why we all have to be diligent and do our part to make sure that we couldn't possibly be spreading coronavirus. I won't allow a tracing app on my cell phone. However, I would volunteer for an antibody test, and I would volunteer to be exposed to coronavirus on purpose to establish what degree of immunity I have developed, and I would volunteer to be exposed periodically into the future so we can learn more about how long the immunity lasts. I would gladly do that. Why? Because I do not fear coronavirus. I have an immune system. This is the path forward. And keep in mind that if we don't develop immunity from having the virus, which is possible, but very highly unlikely, if we don't develop immunity from having the virus, then the vaccine is unlikely to work too, because it works on the same antibody principles. We do have a path forward out of these lockdowns, and that path forward is called common sense, living life, taking care of each other, acting out of love instead of acting out of fear, and never, ever sacrifice liberty on the altar of security. Because in the end, you will have neither one. You will neither be free, nor will you be secure. We must protect individual liberty, not only in the United States of America, but around the world. And those that have already sacrificed it have paid dearly for that. Liberty needs to grow, not diminish. Right now, at this point in human history, it is critical. Individual liberty is arguably the most important human right that exists. It must be protected. No contact tracing apps. No location tracing apps. Yes, the technology is already out there. Yes, they can already do it to you now, but they're supposed to have a warrant. We can't make it legal. We can't make it acceptable to allow the government to snoop into our lives in this extreme invasion of privacy. I'm not afraid of coronavirus. I am terribly afraid of giving up our liberty. My name is Kurt Linville. This is Weathering Coronavirus Updates and Hope. <laughs>